Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Book Journeys Radio, an interview series for authors in transformation. From the basic fundamentals of selecting a book topic and overcoming writer's block to advanced techniques for publishing and marketing your book. Don't forget to check out our complete schedule and archive shows at blogtalkradio.com forward slash book dash journeys. Now, get ready to make a difference with your book with your host, Maggie McReynolds. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Book Journeys Radio. Every week on Book Journeys Radio, we talk to accomplished authors, gone from having really just one idea for a book to a finished book that's out there making a difference in the world. Our idea for this show is for you to walk away inspired and motivated to write your book, whether it's your first or your third. Today's author joining me uh, is Kevin Snook. He is advisor to CEOs around the world and the author of Make It Right, Five Steps to Align Your Manufacturing Business from the Front Line to the Bottom Line. Hey, Kevin, it's great to have you on the show. Thank you very much. It's great to be here. I should tell our listeners that Kevin is calling in on Skype from overseas, and so just like on the big news programs, there's going to be a slight delay between my answering Kevin a question and him answering. So just pretend you're listening to CNN or something, and, uh, and you will be fine. Kevin, can you tell us a little bit about what your book's about and who it's for? Absolutely. So I wrote the book. Um, I've been working in manufacturing for about 30 years, and I wrote the book specifically for CEOs in manufacturing companies. And um, although I wrote it for the CEOs, it wasn't really with those with the CEOs in mind. Um, having worked around the world with manufacturing companies, I find that there's a lot of people in manufacturing that are struggling, and that's really what inspired me to write the book. Um, I've, I've been working directly with a number of people, but I felt like even after 30 years, I hadn't done enough to help uh, free people from some of that struggle that they had every day in a manufacturing company. And, uh, and I felt like I could reach more people by having a book, uh, build my credibility, and then be able to use that to continually change the lives of especially the frontline uh, employees in manufacturing companies. Very cool. Do you find that the book has, has opened up uh, new areas for you, new people that you wouldn't have, people you would not have been able to have a chance to work with otherwise? It actually really has. Um, Although you write it specifically for one person, and that's the manufacturing CEO, uh, and even get more specific than that, you know, I have a very specific type of manufacturers that I work with. But what's happened is since the book has been out there, I've had uh, a lot more requests to, to do public speaking with groups, um, to go to different events and, and put my point of view forward. Um, so it's opened up channels that I perhaps didn't expect and certainly wasn't writing the book uh, directed towards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When, mostly when we, we work with authors, we, we say at the Author Incubator that we're working with authors who have a message that they want to get out there into the world. What, what's your bottom line message? 
really what I want is I want those manufacturing employees to go home at the end of the day feeling fulfilled and happy so that when they go back to their families, they're taking back some kind of pleasure and joy and, and they're looking forward to coming to work the next day. Um, now, you can only do that, I, I believe, if you can change the culture in manufacturing companies and that starts at the top. You need the mandate from the CEO or the owner to be able to make that kind of change. And so they're targeting the book towards the business owner and the CEO was critical for me to be able to change that culture. Understood. I, I lived for a number of years outside Detroit, Michigan, here in the States. And, of course, it's a huge car manufacturing town. And many, many people that I know, almost as a coming-of-age ritual, worked, quote-unquote, on the line for Ford or Right. one of the other big three. And I got to say, I would imagine that for most of them, it wasn't a super happy, joyful experience. It was what they did, and it put meals on the table. But I don't know how, you know, fulfilled they felt at the end of their work day. I assume that's what you're talking about. Yeah, one of the saddest things that I've heard is that uh, people refer to other people as tools to get a job done. And mm. I think that's disgraceful. You know, for me, it doesn't matter whether you're a part-time employee in the production business or whether you're the, you know, one of the senior leadership team, you're still there as a group. Of course, we're there to get work done. Um, but the idea is to do that in a most fulfilling way, to use all the tools that we're given. You know, we're um, you know, we're the most advanced beings that there has ever been, you know, in 4.3 billion years of evolution. And we ought to be treated that way. We ought to be working together that way, collaborating and really you know, taking the world forward rather than being used as tools to get a job done. And, um, you know, that's, that's always been my message. That, that's kind of been my motivation for staying in manufacturing and trying to help manufacturing evolve. Um, and uh, so, you know, that, that's kind of the bottom line message. Very, very nice. I I'm, I'm, know many of people who would love to speak with you, but I'll send them your way. Did you know coming into the Author Incubator program that this was your topic? Was your message clear to you in your own mind from the beginning? I would say that the, the subject around manufacturing and wanting to get a lot of the things that were in my head down on paper, I think that was quite clear. I think the actual message became clear through the process. So was it hard to, to focus in, to narrow down? Yeah, it was. When you've got 30 years in any kind of, um, of, of experience, I think, working out which is the part that's really going to touch lives and make the biggest difference, I think that is a little bit of a challenge. Um, and, but the process that we follow through, uh, through the author incubator was just fantastic. You know, it, starting off with a way of how do we take the bigger picture and then get very clear on who you're talking to, very specifically who are you talking to, what voice you want to talk in, and then what are the critical, what's the critical difference that you want to make? That's all brought out through the process, which is, uh, you know, as an engineer, I was looking for something that was a process that I could follow. And I found the process that Angela and the team put together was very, very helpful. 
had you tried to write a book before? I actually had written one book before. It was a fable. It was written in a way more for my children, um, or for, for kids on how to know, um, you know, a different way to move forward. Um, and I never got that published. And I think the reason that I never got it published was that it wasn't written on a, for a very specific audience in a very specific voice. And that was the difference with Make It Right. You know, it, it, it was just seemed like uh, the process was so much more clear. And every day that I sat down to write, I knew exactly what I was going to be writing and for who. So, so the structure I'm hearing is what was integral to your actually being able to finish and have something that was useful. Yeah, the idea of putting together the inline right at the very beginning, um, you know, it's what people might know as an outline, but it's very much in line with the purpose of, you know, of why you're writing the book. Um, and then breaking that down into specific sections, the process that we follow, uh, that, that was what really allowed me each, ta- each time that I sat down, I knew specifically what I was going to be writing about. And then I could draw on my experience with the voice that I wanted to be talking in. Um, one of the parts of the process is around really defining um, your voice for the book. And for me, it's a trusted advisor to a CEO. And so when I know that I'm sitting down in that mode with this specific subject that I want to, to hit for that day, um, then it gave me the structure, the process to be able to sit down. There was no such, for me, there was no such thing as writer's block. Um, having, being that specific on what I wanted to achieve, then I could, uh, I could sit down and, and just you know, bang out the words. You, what I'm hearing is that you had done so much work in advance of actually writing the book that you sort of had a, a roadmap to follow. Yeah, you put that perfectly. That's, that's exactly it. Well, I've been through the program too, so I know exactly what you're talking <laughs> that's about. That's right. <laughs> what, what do you wish you had known before you did this, before you wrote this book? Well, that's a good question. I think that... Um, I always knew that I wanted to write the book because there was something in me telling me that there was something more that I could give. Um, I didn't know anything about the editorial process. Uh, I didn't know about, you know, write your manuscript first and then go through an editorial process. I didn't know what would come out of the program afterwards. In a way, uh, it would have been nice to have known more about that. Um, now I do for, you know, for future books. I think in another way, though, the the discovery process that we go through as we write, it is kind of, uh, that's kind of cool as well, because at each step, you're you're not only uh, writing the book, but you're learning. And so there's this growth that you go through as uh, as an author, um, which I had never felt in, you know, other aspects of my life. And so... I, I like the discovery and the growth process. I'm not sure there's much that I would have liked to know before I did it, uh, apart from the fact that with, uh, with the program that we, that we uh, embarked on, now I know absolutely clearly that it's possible to be a success and to become a best-selling author. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of our authors uh, say that they, they wished 
they had known that it was it was easier than they thought to do. Not not that it's an easy process, but that they had imagined it as this mountain, you know, that they could never yeah. ascend. Uh, I, so I think in a way I was fairly I was fairly confident that I would be able to um, to get it done. What I didn't know was um, how to get it done, and so there, there, and that's where the the big difference was for me. It, it's around yeah I I, I know myself um, that once I get a project I'm not going to give up. I'm going to make the project work, but I, I didn't know what it was that you had to do to make this specific project work. You know I can. I can start up a manufacturing company. I can help people improve their results. But writing a book was just something that um, it, it's something you don't tend to search on. How do I do this and how do I become a success at it? And uh, once I came across Angela's program, it was, it was very clear that this was the program that I wanted to follow just because uh, it was so transparent in in the whole process. Uh, and for me, that really appealed. I get that. So you're an engineer. You're working in a fairly straightforward industry, for lack of a better word. I know that there are meditations and rituals and visualizations that are part of the program. Did you find that all baffling, irritating, interesting? Wow, another great question. Um, I actually meditate every day. Uh, I've found that meditation, as a CEO, uh, meditation is an extremely good way to get in touch with our creativity. Um, so it's a big part of my life anyway. Uh, so I, I didn't find the meditations in any way irritating or baffling. Um, what I did find through the program is that I met some incredibly um, inspired authors in very different uh, categories, if you like, or industries than I'm in. And that's been a real joy for me. Um, people writing all sorts of different uh, books with different, very different messages. And as we, as part of the program, we, we meet up together, we spend time on different forums. And, uh, and I've, I've, it's almost like I've built a whole new uh, tribe or group of friends as, uh, as we've gone through that process. But in terms of the meditations, I found them very useful. I found the idea of visualizing the book as complete, um, what that might look like. Uh, it helps with the, you know, designing the cover and, and moving through each stage, visualizing the title, really trying to get into a mode of service and, um, and how we would uh, most effectively create our difference. So I, I think some people um, from... Uh, maybe more of an industrial background like I have may find that a little bit woo-woo. Uh, I certainly didn't. And I think if people can submit to the process, they'll find it extremely, extremely interesting and very helpful. I know that something that Angela says a lot is trust the process, you know, trust the process. We've, we've done this more than a few times. So just trust us. And, uh, and it is, it is an act of faith at some point. It is an act of trust. It is a leap, you know, to, uh, to go, okay, I'm not sure what's, what, what I'm doing here, but I trust that this is all going to work out, right? 
That's right. And I think that part and also the, the idea of writing forward, you know, they were two, two things that Angela said a lot and uh, trust the process. Let us help you work through this. Um, and then, you know, keep writing forward. So an, another thing that for me was a, was a critical factor. I'm, I'm quite self-critical. Uh, if I had got caught in any trap, it would have been looking back over what I'd written already and feeling like, you know, maybe it could be improved. Maybe I could add something. But I was very disciplined in not doing that. So I just continued writing forward um, piece after piece. And then I trusted the editing process to be able to um, help us get that clear and structure it into the, the book that I would be proud to have written. And that, to me, was a fantastic uh, experience. The whole editing experience was, was just amazing. So just to clarify for our listeners, when you say write forward, it's sounding like you mean... Um, no, no, no going back and reiterating before you're done, right? Yes, that, that's exactly what it was for me. So it was like um, I would sit down for a session. I'd have my inline. I'd have my specific topic that I wanted to write on for that day. And I would, uh, I would bang out, you know, 3,000 words or whatever it was. Um, and then I wouldn't go back and look at that at all. I wouldn't do any critique of what I've written already. I would, the next time I would sit down and I would then look at the next subject and I would, I would knock that out. And, uh, and I allowed the, the content of the book to flow from me without giving it any kind of critique. And then later on in the process, uh, we went through editing, which is where you then have an opportunity to go back and, and with a lot of very professional help form that into uh, into your book. It almost feels um, episodic, each writing episode, you know, each writing session, you know? Yes, I, I think so. I think, um, I, and the inline helps you to be able to do that. You know, I, I, I had so much uh, information in my heart, if you like, that, that knew that it wanted to come out. And, uh, and Angela in the process helped with this also, how to, how to sit down, get in touch with that, and how to allow it to flow. And where you've got uh, a, a small focus area that you just sit down and you want to allow it to, to, to flow out of you, um, then that, that really is like that's your episode for the day. You know, however much time you've been able to carve out for that day to be able to, uh, to allow this to flow out. Um, that you write it as that episode and then you put it away and then you write the next episode, the next time you sit down. And, and then at the end, you pull all those episodes together into, uh, into a much more coherent form. Yeah. You have an opportunity later to, to smooth out the transitions between writing sessions, right? Yeah. And, and, and even to, you know, to move chunks of the book around, um, to add additional stories or, you know, you, you, you don't feel like you have to get everything out in, in one go. Uh, there's, there's enough different stages where, I, as I said, with professional help, you look at that again and say, hey, look, maybe this would sound a little bit better this way. And this particular time I, you know, I went off tense or I, I, I changed from a trusted advisor to, you know, a bit of a pain in the backside. 
And so what I want to be able to do is, is turn that back around and, uh, and get it all so that it, it's all talking in the same voice and in, in a coherent form. Very cool. You know, I think there are probably plenty of listeners out there, anybody who's tried to write a book or started to write a book on their own. And if they're like me, it goes something like you write maybe 10 to 20 pages and then you get distracted by life and you don't look at it again. And then when you go back a couple months later, you look at those same 10 to 20 pages again and you rewrite them. And then you let them sit for another two months and then you go back and you rewrite them again. And I really think this is how so many of us end up with, you know, 20, 30 pages of, of a, of a book that will never be finished on our desktops or on our laptops or on our thumb drives. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's absolutely right. And, um, I think part of the reason for that is that we change every day. Uh, I'm not the same de- the same person today that woke up yesterday. Um, you know, I have new experiences, new challenges, new. I'm, I'm a different person each day, and so each day I look back on that work, I'm going to be looking at it with a new set of eyes, and so it's not going to be the same. And at some point, you have to trust that um, what I what I wrote last week was me writing last week and that was perfectly good and it doesn't have to be changed for the me that's looking back at it this week Uh, and and so there's a level of trust to say yes I I got that part out in the way that it was meant to come out at that time now let's leave that part alone and move on to the next part I can't remember who it is Uh, oh it's on the tip of my tongue that's all right someone talks about the editing process as uh, having to murder your children, you know, it, it all can't go in the book, right? Did you find that, was it tempting to, to say, well, this is my shot. I just want to put everything I've ever learned and all that I know in this one book. Yes. And, uh, and the, my, my editor, Grace was just fantastic. So, um, there wasn't a lot that we cut out. We did trim things down in, in, uh, you know, to make it um, you know, more to the point. I think in a, in a way, being a manufacturing book uh, may have been different, uh, but I, I, for me, it was, it was, there wasn't anything that I had to hold on to. It was much more, how do I make the difference that I want to be able to make? And, I knew that the people that I was working with were experts and they knew better than I did in many ways how I could make that difference through the medium of a book. And, uh, and, and so I, I trusted that part of the process and um, was, was, uh, was very surprised and very impressed with the whole editing process to get as much as I needed to have in the book in order to be able to make that difference. That's very, very cool. Thank you for that. I was talking to an author earlier today who said to me that, that, that the idea of publishing a book to her felt like, uh, and particularly because she's writing about her area of expertise, she's saying that it feels like uh, the prospect of releasing the book feels like she's going to walk into her office uh, without her pants on, you know, that it's just really vulnerable. <laughs> and it, to, to torture her analogy a little further, 
sort of like when you're working with an editor, it's sort of like you're being asked to take off your pants in front of, I guess, the tailor, you know, so they can help you trim them up. <laughs> yep. That's right. And it's a good, it's a great step forward to actually releasing your work into the world because there's all sorts of different fears. It doesn't matter how confident we are. It doesn't matter how, how confident we are in our subjects or in our own personal life. There are going to be different fears that come up as you go through the process of writing a book. You know, whether it's the um, people will have felt this, whether it's the first post they've put on Facebook or the first video they've ever released of themselves or first article that you've submitted to a magazine. Uh, um, at some point, uh, there's these fears around what are other people going to think uh, that come up. And actually working through the editor is a fantastic way to be able to, to get feedback before you release this, uh, this project uh, into the wider world. And I found that working with the editor and taking the step-by-step -step process really helped prepare me for that. Um, I, I didn't have a lot of intrinsic fears that I knew about, but certainly going through that process built my confidence. And, and I knew that I had a product that was going to make a difference when it got into the hands of the right people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you sort of get a trial run at it with your editor of of what's that's going yeah. to feel like to uh, to have that out in the world. Yeah, and of course there's going to be vulnerability. You know, in in anything where you are you're making a change to yourself. You know, writing this book is not just about getting your message out. It it changes you as a person, and um, and as you go through that change, there's going to be messy parts, but you keep pushing through the messy parts, following the process until it becomes beautiful at the end. And then you have this published book. Yeah, and, and, and a lot of things change. You know, it, I, I think there was two major things that came out of it for me. One was that there's a very, um, it helps you get very clear on how then to use your, your words and your expertise in the market in the most effective way because you've already run through that and put a structure to it. But then it also helps with credibility because anybody that has actually gone through the process, written the book, got it finished and got it published, um, there's relatively few people that do that. And so uh, you, you, you do become a published author, um, which, which really helps with credibility. Very cool. I was surprised when one, when a fan, I guess I'll call her, of my book, um, and she did make an appointment. She called and made an appointment, but she was in from out of town, and she wanted to meet me, and she came and showed me my book on her Kindle and all the things she'd bookmarked, and then she pointed out a typo, <laughs> 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 which I thought was great. I, was, I, I mean, I was like, well, I'm, I'm just flattered that you read it closely enough to catch it. <laughs> Yeah, that's fantastic, and um, I I haven't found any yet, but I'm sure there are. The, you know, nothing in life is perfect, and we should not be striving for perfection. We should be striving to get our gifts out there so that they can benefit other people, and uh, and not worry about the imperfections. You know, if if we all worried about imperfections, we'd never get anything done. Well, and that's how our books stay on our desktops, right? Oh, we yeah, make them absolutely. perfect. Yeah. So. You've got you got to know there's a lot of people listening to this podcast who have never written a book, who want to write a book, who really want to make this happen for themselves. 
what advice based on your experience, because now you're an expert, would you give them? Have faith in yourself. You absolutely do have a message that that needs to be shared. I think uh, for me, there's so many people out there that are staying quiet. And especially during difficult times, we need people to be sharing their message. And I'd like to encourage people to just do it. Find a process that you feel comfortable with. Get your message out there. Start helping people with the experience. You only need to be one or two steps ahead of somebody else to be able to help them. Um, Please trust yourself and do that. Very, very cool. Kevin Snook is an advisor to CEOs and the author of Make It Right, Five Steps to Align Your Manufacturing Business from the front line to the bottom line, available on Amazon. Kevin, will we be able to see it in elsewhere? Yeah, it'll be out in uh, hard copy in May the 1st next year. I'm really looking forward to that. So that'll be in bookstores at that point. Very, very cool. Congratulations. Thank you very much. And thank you very much for have, for joining us. It was great to talk to you. And it, could I just say that if anybody in manufacturing, if you're in manufacturing or if you know somebody there, we really need to help them to be treated as people, not as tools to get a job done. Absolutely. A man with a message, just like we are. That's it for us today, everybody. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week on Book Journeys Radio. <laughs>